0: And welcome to the Wanderlust Life Podcast. My name is Sarah Jade and each episode I will be interviewing one of your favourite travelling tribes. They will share their story on why they decided to travel, how they travel and offer so many valuable tips and advice and showcase what is truly possible when living life on the road. My hope is that this podcast will help take out the overwhelm and the guesswork when you are preparing to travel Australia, whether that be your short trip, your big lap or your full-time life on the road. You will discover absolutely everything you need to know about travelling Australia and living the wanderlust life. Today, I have the absolute pleasure of chatting to solo traveller, Grace Cutler. From the get-go, Grace has always been a traveller, having a thirst for wanting to see new places, meet new people and fill her life with colourful experiences. Exploring has always been essential. Having initially pursued a successful 10-year career as a commercial and brand producer and intermittently travelling both Australia and the rest of the world, Grace decided to take a break, shake up her priorities and live a life where values were her forefront. In the last 18 months, Grace has worked as a travel guide, a digital nomad, a farmer, a deckhand, a stewardess and is now residing on a private island in tropical North Queensland working in a luxury resort. It's been a journey of continuing to check in on her heart and surrendering into the idea that sometimes There's strength in not having a plan and doing something bold. Are you looking for your next adventure or simply want to unplug and get away from it all? The girls from Van Adventures on the Gold Coast have you covered with their new super luxe micro camper, Coa. Avid travellers themselves, Melissa and Anastasia, understand life on the road and have designed a camper that gives you all the luxuries you need, such as a comfy oversized bed, smart TV, whisper quiet fans and more. What really sets the van apart is the extremely clever use of space with two sitting areas, a rooftop deck and even an outdoor shower to rinse off at the beach. Find us on Camplify and mention the Wanderlust Live podcast for a 10% discount. Van Adventures. Transport yourself. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm so good, Sarah. Thanks for giving me a buzz. You're welcome. Thank you so much, Grace, for being on today's podcast. I was actually driving back to my apartment here on the Gold Coast and um, I was reflecting on how we connected and, you know, really thinking there is a reason that people come into each other's lives and You know, with us, I think you started following me on my podcast and you reached out to me on Instagram and you were enjoying listening to the episodes while you were travelling, which completely just lit me up. And um, I shared your message on my Instagram and from there we were chatting... And then I travelled up to um, Far North Queensland and it was a coincidence that you'd just landed a mm-hmm. job up there. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Um, and then we met in person and, and now here we are chatting on the podcast and, yeah, I'm really, really excited to hear all your adventures. I mean, yesterday when we quickly had a chat, um, I was basically living, reliving my 20s through you. So, um, <laughs> very inspiring.
1: Oh, uh, thank you. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, we were first started patty. I was down in the south coast of New South Wales, and now I'm all the way up north.
0: Yeah, so yeah.
1: It's funny how you know talking with travellers can re inspire your travelling to get going again.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. So, Grace, you're twenty eight, is that right?
1: Yes, I am. Yes, A fresh twenty eight.
0: Yes, <laughs> I'm jealous. <laughs> um, yeah, as I said, I was reliving my travel travel life back in my 20s. Um, very similar to you, actually. But let's go back to where Where are you from? Where were you born?
1: I'm a Sydney girl born and raised. Mm-hmm. So, I was brought up predominantly on the northern beaches, which is such a beautiful spot to grow up. Yep, Everything's just so family-friendly and welcoming. We've got the beach and the bush, uh, its yeah, that that's where I am. So Yeah, beautiful. I've um, spent a lot of this time with my family growing up in the country just doing trips out there. So mm-hmm. I think I'm a combination of a childhood where it's just ocean, bush and red dirt. You know, how can your soul not be inspired to yes. propel from that
0: yeah amazing what a beautiful uh, childhood growing up so when was it that you actually decided to um, I mean you're in a, in a 10 year career um, in commercial and brand as a brand producer and you were travelling mm-hmm. in that time as well um, through Australia and overseas but yeah like at what age was it that you sort of started to head off and, and explore I think
1: Oh, uh, solo, I must have been around 18, starting to kind of go off on, and doing a little trip. Mm-hmm. I started small. I was a cautious traveler. Yep. You know, I didn't want to go out ignorant and kind of naive of the world. I always made sure I was prepared and mm-hmm. I wanted to get the most out of every, every situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, it was probably around 18 and then I went through uni. At the end of uni, I decided to gift myself a big overseas trip. I went over to Europe and the US for a couple of months Mm -hmm. um, just with a friend of mine. And I think that was really like the ignition on culture and flavor and just seeing all these beautiful colors and dynamics of the world. Yeah. Where I was like, oh my gosh, the world is so incredible. But in the same breath, like everyone around the world wants to come to Australia.
0: Yes. I'm
1: like, oh, I want to see my country as well and yep. see why does everyone want to come here?
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's the thing, like a lot of us Aussies, we sort of go to Bali and Thailand, but we honestly yeah. have – everything here. We've got the beaches and we do have the culture and then we've got the red dirt as well. It's, it's so diverse here in Australia and I think um, now, especially now, I think it's a great time to, to start exploring our own country.
1: Oh, my goodness. It really is. I mean, everyone says, everyone knows it, 2020, what a year. Mm. But uh, <laughs> whenever we weren't in lockdown and it was safe to kind of explore, I hopped in my car, hopped in my tent, and yeah. I, was, I just went deep into New South Wales yeah. and it was so beautiful and fun. Like, we truly have everything just in the state of New South Wales yeah. that you would travel all over the world for. Like, yes, we have the beach, the bush and the outback, but mm. we also have alpine regions and canyons Yes, and, um, we've got the snow and we've got this incredible, incredible landscape mm-hmm. that really just are right in our doorstep. It yeah, absolutely nuts.
0: And I think we forget about that. We, we, we totally mm. do. So what, um, what specific highlights are there in New South Wales that you would, you know, suggest that anyone travelling Australia to check out?
1: Oh, wait a minute. Okay, so, well, let's see. We've got the Warren Bungles, which are absolutely astounding. If you're a bit of a hiker... Or if you love a good night sky up there, it's a it's night sky park, which mm-hmm. means there's no light pollution at all in that region. So with a nice clear sky, you can see nearly every constellation, mm. every planet that is visible. It is amazing. And, and the heights up there are beautiful. Yep. And then, well, what else do I love? I do love Kosciuszko, so down near, um, a little bit past, Redbow, where everyone kind of goes. It's called Yuranga Cave. Mm-hmm. They've got thermal pools, and you can go up there and you can see all the wild Brumbies running and wombats everywhere, and it's just landscapes that you can only imagine. Mm. It's like you're in the area where the Man from Snowy River and yep. all those Andrew Patterson stories are played. So it's it's like history comes to life when you're walking along those fields.
0: Amazing. Sounds Sounds it's beautiful. Kind of, oh.
1: It's incredible. Oh, and then I can't I can not not give Broken Hill a shout out.
0: I've actually had, I, yeah, another family. <laughs> yeah, another family have also spoken very highly of Broken Hill as well.
1: It is. I mean, I know that it's, it's had a bit of a reputation over the years, but I've honestly, I've never been to an outback town where there is so much culture and art. Mm. It is insane. How much is out there, and you go a little bit further into Silverton and Monday, Monday Plains, and yeah, highly recommend. Amazing. I'm so excited to go back. I'm
0: actually going back in June. (laughs) Oh, Exciting, and that's like mid, that's like middle of winter. So it's, um, you know, you get you did you travel in winter last time, or was it in the summertime? I travelled
1: just as summer was beginning, so the, the night, the days were really nice and warm, yeah. but then the evenings got a little cool. Yeah, so yep. it got it was a little tricky in a tent because you know you'd go <laughs> from one night thirty degrees and then the other night seven degrees. Yeah, a little hard to, hard to prepare and plan for, but yeah, you know that's the beauty of traveling in a, in a tent. You kind of got to. Go with the flow. Yeah,
0: that's it. And have you always travelled in a tent? Like is that the, the most part of your travels was in a tent um, during that time? It
1: definitely. It has been during Australia. So, yeah, yeah. I did. I, I've done most of um, New South Wales in my tent mm. uh, just because as well, like, you know, on the back of COVID, I was working in tourism and I was one of the lucky few who lost their job Yeah, and had to... Um, had to make do, and so my make do was not going to spend money on accommodation, I'm just going to mm-hmm. wag it up and go free camping, yep. some really great apps for that. So, um, yeah, otherwise, I'm, when I'm international, I love utilising connections, love making friends, so it's not hard to ask someone, hey, you know someone in this area who's willing to host an Aussie? She'll cook you a good meal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's always been a really fun way to get around it well.
0: And so, after you did New South Wales, what did you uh, what did you plan to do after that?
1: I um, I think that's too much of a plan. Actually, it's kind of like the plan found me. Yeah. Um, an old boss calls me up after I after, after I'd done my like few months last year, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Grace, I'm I'm managing a new company in Sydney. Uh, it's on catamarans in Sydney Harbour. Do you want a job? Wow! I'm like, oh. I haven't worked in eight months. Yeah, I want a job. <laughs> neglected to tell her that I got seasick. Oh. <laughs> um, so, yeah, my first couple of weeks I was working Sydney Harbour in the summer, yep. Cadamaran. such a cool company, really awesome to work with. Mm-hmm. But I was popping quells every day trying to like, <laughs> you know, not, not be ill at work. Yeah. And it worked and turns out you can, you can get overseas. Sickness. Yeah,
0: you got used to it.
1: Yeah, I got used to it. So that, yeah, that was a really fun adventure in itself, just sailing the seas, meeting really cool people, learning new skills. Yeah. Um, I no longer have to tie lots of knots because I can't tie one knot. I know how to tie the correct knot.
0: <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> yeah, so that was really fun. That's awesome. So um, I know in your intro, I mentioned that, you know, you're a travel guide, a digital nomad, a farmer, a deckhand, a stewardess. Um, so which, which job was that? Was that stewardess, deckhand?
1: That was the deckhand. Yep. And then um, from that deckhanding, one of my skippers, he was also a captain for a super yacht. And so he got ah, in yep. some really cool work as well as stewardess on, um, yeah, those beautiful yachts that you see. Have you seen the show or heard of the low deck?
0: Yes, I have.
1: Yeah. So that's the type of work that I was doing. And it is exactly like what happens on
0: the show. (laughs) Amazing. I actually have a lot of friends and family in particular that have been overseas and Australia working on super yachts. So my brother did uh, a stint um, overseas for about five years and then, he was the first to go over and then a lot of his friends followed. And um, and then recently, in the last couple of years, one of my best friends uh, has also been involved in the super yachts. So, yes, I know I all about you. them and... Um, you know, living here on the Gold Coast, a couple of yachts sort of come into the harbour here, mm-hmm. which is nice to see. And uh, yeah, that show Below Deck is definitely uh, one to watch. <laughs> it
1: is, yeah, it is. It, it's hard work, but oh, it's so rewarding. Yeah.
0: But. And so when you're not working and travelling, yeah. how are you funding your, your trip? Because I know you mentioned there you're a, you're a digital nomad. So what do you do yeah. for work?
1: Yeah. Um, Couple a couple of things. Yep. So I think I was very lucky. I did have that ten year career. So I was mm. able to put just a little bit of money aside. Um, not a lot at all, maybe just, you know, enough for a few months during COVID. Mm. But as a digital nomad, I've um, I've been able to hone my skills and I manage social media accounts for small upcoming businesses. Amazing. So all of that um, organic interaction and kind of getting posts going and Um, that genuine, you know, we actually care about your business and your relationship. So, Mm. yeah, I like to do that. And it's work that I can do on the go. And all my clients know I do it on the go, which is really, really beautiful. So, yeah, yeah, it was actually really rewarding during COVID because I was able to help a few businesses themselves in that hard time. And Mm -hmm. um, I'm also a part of a charity too. So just being able to help give them a voice and support through their um Really fun, and then I've also started slowly dabbling in this whole crypto code thing. Yeah, nice. So, you know, slowly teaching myself why not? Yeah, digital age, we have to kind of. Not be ignorant of change yeah. going on in the
0: world. Definitely for us, it's it's to keep up with the times, and you know this yeah. cryptocurrency, digital currency, is definitely something that's um, popping up a lot, and um, it's definitely worth educating yourself um, if that's something that you're interested in. So that's really cool that you know you're, you're you're delving into that as well.
1: Yeah, well, I think you know when you naturally carry such a wonderlust spirit, mm. you're all
0: about
1: exploring something new yeah. and wanting to just do something a bit deeper or have a bit more of an understanding and it's really mentality I like to put across all parts of my life you know you're meeting someone new for the first time right it's well that one the last experience mm-hmm. you can have with them it's tell me about you where have you been where are you going what's your story yes. what's your color yep. you know? I love and that everyone has so much flavor to them and then you can apply that to crypto. It's like, what? You, what are you? Where have you been? Yes. Where are you going? <laughs>
0: yeah, hundred oh, percent. I love that. So you're very you're quite busy. You've got you've got a hands in your hands in a few things, which is um, which is great. <laughs> and I think that's so important too is is having those multiple streams of income. Um, and that's um, yeah. a perfect way to have that freedom lifestyle. If you're looking at things that are that are mainly you know predominantly online, um, it does give you that yeah. flexibility to. Um, to work on the road or work from wherever you want to. So after working on the, the boat in Sydney, what was next uh, for you after that?
1: I decided to surrender my career because <laughs> I got to a point where I was like, you know what, I have no idea what I want to do now. I, you know, I went from film production into tourism, tourism into COVID, COVID mm. into boats, and mm. I was like, well, I don't know if I want to pursue boats. Because if I, if I want something, I will actively pursue it. But this was just something I was trying to weigh up and find peace on. And I, just, I couldn't find it. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to wait and see what happens. Mm. Um, and just rest in knowing that everything always does turn mm-hmm. out well. Mm-hmm. So I actually had a friend, another friend message me. She's like, Grace, here's um, a link to some jobs up in the Sundays. How fun would it be if we escaped Sydney for the winter Yeah. Up in the tropical north. And I was like, oh, yeah, why not? Let's give it a go. What's the harm of applying for a job, you know? Yeah. You can apply. It may not happen or uh – you know, if you get offered a job, you can always say no if you think about it later.
0: Like you said, you know, you just surrendered to whatever was ha- was going to happen for you, and whatever the universe had yeah. it, had a plan, like what the plan was um, for you, and and going for that interview, and just seeing what the outcome was, and not being attached to it either, whether whether it was exactly. a yes or a no, and and um, yeah, just seeing where that took you next.
1: Exactly, like, I got to be so vulnerable. Like even just the thought of applying was. Scary, like yes, I I surrendered to it, but I was like, oh my gosh, like what if something does happen? What if I actually have to make a decision on it? What decision am I going to make? But I just had to you know, step out, embrace, be bold, and just do it. Yeah. So I did, and I got an interview a couple of days later for a job that hadn't actually been advertised yet. Oh wow. They'd seen my CV and they're like, oh, you know, like your roles um, that you've done kind of kind of applied more to this job that we we're about to have available. Are you interested? I was like, yeah, sure, so why not? Ended up getting the role, found out my girlfriend never applied. <gasps> no way! <laughs> so, yeah, see. So I think seeing so how had a few things turn up or he just decides he wanted to go around a different path. I was like, are you serious? This is something we were going to do together. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I remember then, watching your yeah. stories and you came back in a ute or something and you were driving up a big hill yeah. and you jumped out of the car and you're like, yeah. I got the job. <laughs> it was so cool. Yeah. yeah. It was, yeah, that was such a
1: fun moment. So I was actually, yeah, I was camping down the south coast with some friends and, I was in a ratty old flannelette. I had my ratty old overalls, which I'm actually wearing right now. And I had to drive to the top of a mountain just to get connected to speak with my now manager. I answered the call. I was like, I am so sorry. I never looked like this.
0: Oh, you had to have (laughs) a video call. It
1: was. It was a video call. (laughs) I was like, oh, I've never covered in dust and mud, you know, especially when interviewing for a job. Yep. at a resort, yep. you know, you've got to clean yourself up a little bit. <laughs> Five-star resort. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, but apparently um, that was all I needed to see, the personality. So, yeah, yeah,
0: I got the job. <laughs> yeah, amazing. So, you're there now on the island and um, you're working within the within the activities department. So, um, how is it? How is it from, um, you know, travelling in a tent to now working uh, at a luxury resort?
1: Oh, my goodness. It's it's heaven. But in saying that, like you have to actively choose for it to be heaven. Mm. You know, when I say, you know, you got to wake up and choose how you want your day to be. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, that's the same here. You have to choose to want a good day. You have to choose joy and you have to choose to be thankful and grateful that I'm living on this beautiful remote island, on this beautiful resort. And I get the honor of working with really cool people who have similar stories to me and Mm. meeting really cool guests who travel all around the world to come here
0: yeah it's so
1: exciting
0: yeah the resort is completely next level and you know there's so much to do and see there and um yeah i guess um that's an amazing opportunity for you to to be able to spend some time there and um and yeah, learn what you can from that other completely yeah. different, you know, spectrum. From say working on a boat to now working on this island in a resort, to you know the other things that you were doing as well. Like um, I think in your intro, you said you were also a farmer. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: a life lived with many stories. <laughs>
0: It's an incredible story and you've you've given yourself you know these opportunities you've let your heart you know you've you've opened your heart and you've opened your mind to whatever comes to you and um and all of these experiences that you've been able to have over the years is is phenomenal um especially at your age and um yeah I'm just super excited to see what what's next for you Grace and do you I know um, you're not a planner yeah. but do you have any any plan at all or
1: I have two plans that I'm three, well, two and a half. So I am wanting to share all my experiences with people because I do get messages being like, Grace, where are you being? What are you doing? Mm. What's I do? So I'm launching a travel blog very soon in the next few weeks. Wow, that's exciting. Um, So exciting. It's like my first little baby um Kind of sharing, yeah, my journey and my vulnerabilities as well. So yeah. that's, that's super fun. I have um, a, another trip booked in for June where I am camping down from Darwin all the way through the middle to Cooper City, mm-hmm. uh, which is going to be so exciting. And then is that by just, yourself yeah. or is that
0: with fr- friends or?
1: It's going to be with a friend of mine. Yep. So, uh, yeah, which is going to be so fun, just the two of us exploring the true outback, um, which is going to be the best fun. And then my final plan and dream that I'm starting to let my like my heart kind of soar upon is I'm starting to think of one day opening up my own little
0: resort. Yes. Yes. What? An incredible vision.
1: So, yeah, I'm, I'm here to kind of learn everything I can and be the best at how to deliver five-star and, like, all those experiences because yep. it truly is just a beautiful way on how to experience um, a, a different part of the world. Mm. And then I'm going to take everything I learn and, and multiply it elsewhere.
0: Fantastic. Well, so I yeah, have, so I have absolutely no doubt that you will, you know, bring all of this to fruition and I'm super excited to continue to follow your journey and I'd love to help you um, launch your blog and um, yeah and thank you yeah and whatever I can do to help I'm more than happy I just think that you're so inspiring and so motivating and yeah it's been a pleasure it's been a pleasure getting to know you and it's only been been I don't know (laughs) it's only been a few weeks but um it's been (laughs) so nice and I guess we'll wrap it up, but I, I want to ask you, Grace, just off the top of your head, if there was um, anyone who's looking at travelling Australia, whether that be a family, whether that be a, another female, you know, solo traveller or, or a guy who's ready to hit the, hit the road, what, what advice um, or tips, you know, could you, could you offer them?
1: Talk with the locals. Yep. You know, step out of your comfort zone. It's so different out out of the city people are happy to talk to you like they've got the secrets they've grown up in these areas ask them where they go and go there Mm. that is that's probably my number one tip is just get friendly with people because it's such a we're such a hospitable country you just got to step out and do it
0: well, it's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you. I've had a smile on my face from ear to ear just listening and, and talking and, yeah, it's been wonderful. Thank you again for jumping on and those lovely crows in the background. Oh, I'm so sorry about that. <laughs> That's what you get
1: for remote traffic. Yeah.
0: Well, you enjoy that beautiful island and, um, oh, just, just quickly before we go, where can people find you on, on Instagram or Facebook or if you have YouTube, wherever, you know, what platform? Yeah.
1: So uh, Instagram until I launch my blog. So it's just Grace Cutler, R. I'm the one with the bigger Cuba and the big smile.
0: So. Yay. Awesome. Thank you, Grace. Have an amazing day. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you so much for joining us on today's episode. I hope you were able to take away some amazing tips and advice and feel inspired by our wonderful guests. Don't forget to subscribe to my podcast so that you can stay in the loop of upcoming episodes. And it would mean the world to me if you could share this podcast with any fellow travelers or families that may be interested. And if you feel like leaving a review, I would absolutely appreciate that too. Lastly, make sure you download each episode and save to your chosen podcast platform so that you can listen at any time even if you do drop out of service in the outback or if you are enjoying one of the many remote locations that Australia has to offer. (music) This podcast was brought to you by My Life Health Happiness, helping you create a life with more freedom and choice and becoming the happiest and healthiest version of you.